0: hey there welcome to 2024 with career retrospectives right here on the superview show network i'm joined by my two incredible friends kyle and mike what's going on guys
1: hey guys happy Happy new
0: year everybody happy new year indeed glad glad to have you all back it's good to be back we're welcoming ourselves back at this point um no but as the title of this podcast suggests we spun well kyle spun the wheel (laughs) and it landed on his pick finally of uh, Kanye West's "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" from 2010. Wow, we have a lot to say on this, don't we? Uh, but yeah, but as we said, though, like, we spun the wheel and we're we landed on Cosmic. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the, my good man go first with this one, Kyle. Kanye West. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. So we're we're just gonna be talking about just his music today.
0: Yes. <laughs> we ignore the
2: past two years.
0: Oh God. Um,
2: <laughs> But yeah, Kanye is one person that actually I've enjoyed a vast majority of his music that I've heard. Uh, only actually have listened to two or three full albums by him. This, surprisingly, is not one of them. This is the first time going into it, so I was relatively blind outside of the few big hits off of it. So uh, I was super uh, excited to get into this one. And, uh, you know, for being on, what was it, the Rolling Stones' top, was it 200 albums of all time, 100 um, albums?
0: I- I think they're 500 rounds from 2020. Whatever.
2: Yeah. Whichever one it was their last iteration of that, um, you know, seeing this one on there, I think another one of his was as well, but this one was the, the one that was higher up. So I was like, all right, we'll check it out. It's a fan favorite. Um, uh, That's all I'll say so far. Yeah. Um, Do, are we, how are we doing this JT? We're going down the track list now.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Let's go down the track list. One second, sorry, that. Pull it up for you. Which is right. It. So a lot, a lot of scrolling today, forgive me.
2: Yeah, I'll just go one by one here. I, you know a lot of writers, a lot of samples. most of it most of the writers comes from the samples. Um, yeah. You know, dark fantasy uh, Nicki Minaj spoken spoken word intro for the first part of it down to uh, this, this one's a seven for me. It uses that can we get much higher chorus? Far too much for me. Uh, I like the rap. Kanye's rap on here is great. Lyrically uh, clever at times. Uh, It wears out its welcome a bit, especially toward the end. Uh, Gorgeous. We got a six here. Uh, And one thing this is going to go throughout a majority of the record. Too many features. Way too many features. Um, Most of the time, the features were my least favorite parts of the songs. And I think they would have been stronger without them for a decent portion of it. I do love in this song, though, the reference to the South Park's fish sticks joke. Uh, (laughs) That's fantastic. Uh, There's also the line about his two black nuts, which is also hysterical. (laughs) But we're going from just a pure musical standpoint, that guitar riff that they incorporate into the beat throughout the entire song gets annoying as hell. Uh, Other than that, the rap, again, is good. Then we get to the first actually really good song, in my opinion, on this, which is Power, which uses its use of samples on this is incredible. That's something that Kanye does very well, as he knows how to sample things. Uh, This is Kanye's rapping at its best, in my opinion. I personally love when he uses that egotistical bravado that he has. And it's on full display here. Uh, That's by far best. Uh, Attitude. Kanye is the best. The beat on here, this is Kanye's, not his best beat, but it's another thing that he excels at, or at least used to excel at, was these great beats. He's a great producer, uh, great beat writer. The only time this falls apart though, could be higher, but there's this bridge at the end that just really falls off. Could have cut that, and that's another thing. On a lot of the tracks here, is there are just certain parts bridges or just outros that could be left off altogether and the project would have been better off for it Then you have the all of the lights interlude it's just an interlude leading into the next track it is what it is not going to rate that and then we have my probably first really unpopular opinion uh all of the lights this is a relatively big hit song you know rihanna sings the the um the chorus on here this is six for me Uh, I don't like this hectic beat that they have going on and a lot of parts throughout it. It makes it sound chaotic and conjumbled and not in a great way. I'm sure some people love that. Just not for me. Uh, I've never liked Rihanna's voice, so that drags it down a lot for me. I just don't like Rihanna, the tone of her voice. She's a technically proficient singer. Just her tone is not just not for me. Uh, Sonically, this song works, though. The production here. It's fantastic. It sounds great. It's just not for me. I totally see why it's a hit. Big fan favorite. Totally get it. Uh, then we get to Monster. Straight 9 out of 10. We're back to a, a really great track here. This is one where I feel like all the features, for the most part, work fantastically. This is Nicki Minaj's best rap verse she's ever done, and I'll stand by that. She steals the show in this, hundred uh, percent. This would, you know, be a this would be a ten without the final verse that comes after Nicki Minaj's verse. Why you would have such a strong verse end and then go into a lackluster outro for like forty five seconds? Beyond me, totally beyond me. Really threw it off. Other than that, though, killer track. All of the. Uh, features are fantastic here. So Appalled. This is a 7. This reminds me less of a Kanye song and more of an old school Drake track. Back from when Drake was tolerable. Uh, almost all the features here are good. Not much to say about it. Pretty standard track. Uh, 7. Too many features on it again. Devil in a New Dress. Finally, the first one that i really don't like now i'm sure mike is going to come back and be like this is the best one This is the only <laughs> one i like but no it's... <laughs> we'll see this is the four i don't like the beats here because i don't like any beats that include just pitched and altered vocals as a main aspect of the beat i find them annoying i don't think they add anything to the music i think they actually just detract from it altogether. The song could have been salvaged a little bit, maybe up to a five, maybe even a six. If that Rick Ross feature wasn't there, that part was horrendous. Probably one of the worst verses, if not the worst verse on this record. I also can't stand one of my biggest pet peeves is when a song just ends abruptly. Nothing to it. It just stops. And I feel like he didn't know how to end the song and was just like yeah just just hit the pause button on the recording that's it just hit stop so yeah four out of ten but then we hit what i honestly i think is the best run of tracks on the record starting with runaway this is an absolute iconic classic song one of kanye's masterpieces from beginning to end it's an incredibly long song but it doesn't feel like it's as long as it is has some great lyrics on it. The production is killer. That piano instrumental there. Iconic, even though it's so simple. Nine-minute track that really only half to three-quarters of it is rap, and the rest of it is kind of like instrumental with some kind of distorted, uh, like, spoken things here and there. Really love this one. I've always loved this one. It was one of the only tracks on here that I knew going into it. Still maintained this probably the best track on here. With the only other contender being the next track, Hell of a Life, this was awesome. I love this. I this is the kind of rap that I like, just a fun, uh, like ego driven, uh, aggressive rap song. Love the Iron Man sample on this, love the distortion on it. Very well done. The piano riffing that follows the chorus, really cool, great beat, and I love that this is. There's no feature on here. None. It's just Kanye doing Kanye with some samples, and it works so well for that reason. Uh, so, yeah. No, is that of- Tony Iommi uh, uh, and, uh, you know, Butler? They're all uh, credited here. I like that. Yep. Well, that's why this one has so many writers, is because of the amount of samples on it. <laughs> they had to credit all the different writers. Uh, then we have the Blame Game, which continues the streak of good tracks. It's an 8 out of 10 for me. Uh, surprising because normally I can't stand most things that John Legend touches. Uh, he didn't really drag this one down too much, though. The verses I thought were really great, uh, kind of telling this like messed up love story. The beat is really good. Uh, piano fits this one really well. The vocal effects on the second verse actually really worked very well for me on this. I thought it was a really cool touch and it kind of how it kind of phased and shifted from The left speaker, the right speaker, and all that really well done. And the skit at the end featuring Chris Rock. I thought that was hysterical. That's funny. (laughs) Good stuff. And then the album just dies with the biggest (laughs) whipper. Lost in the world, or yeah, Lost in the World is the worst song on here. By far. (laughs) No can not even a contest. I didn't like anything about this one. Other than a tiny amount of Stay decent it. lines here and there. Like, I hate Stay this. <laughs> I hate overly auto tuned vocals, and that is frequent throughout so much of this track. There's a handful of like decent lines you could pick out, so that saves it from being totally an abomination. And it's well produced and it sounds good. That's something I can give the entire album. But it, this, is, this is a three for me. I hated this. Worst track, and then who will sit? Who will survive in America? Spoken word ending. I, I can't even rate it. It's just, it's just there. It's an okay outro, but yeah. I mean, overall, this album, I feel like it's at its best when you have Kanye being his egotistical self, showing off that like bravado he has, giving these like more aggressive tracks. He's the best part of the album. No surprise. Most of the features fall flat. And the ones that don't are just okay. Minus that Nicki Minaj verse and Jay-Z's verse that he throws in there is pretty okay too. But what I can give the album is that it is incredibly well produced. It holds up. It still sounds modern 14 years later, which does not feel like 14 years since this came out. I do remember when it came out and it does not feel like that long ago. But it still sounds very modern. It sounds better produced than most things I hear today so i you know i gotta give it that even songs i don't like i can't deny they are sonically fantastic uh overall i give this album a seven you know it's not perfect i don't think it's as incredible as some of the diehard kanye fans hold it up to be i think some of his other albums are better from what i've heard but this is a solid album with some really good tracks
0: All right, you heard it here first. There's Cos writing a seven out of ten for "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" by Kanye West. I would like to go and ask, and that's okay. Yeah, do it. I will, Mike. I will. I will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just really quick thing. Um, Kanye is a rapper that I have never. I mean, I've liked probably maybe three of his songs over his whole career. I just, I he's one of those artists. I he's one of those artists so I knew he was there. I just never like grew up listening to him or liked him that much to begin with. And then his comments recently, we're not talking about it, but like, they really like irked a lot of people. And I was one of those people like, okay, he's going that way. Okay. Bye-bye. One of those things. <laughs> but I mean, but when you look back at it, he, I, I do respect him enough to like to say, you know, he is, he has chops. He's got chops and talent to like, at least put out well-produced uh, records. And as Kyle just mentioned, but um, I, I didn't really listen to him outside of like black skinhead and a couple of collaborations with Jay-Z. That's about it. And then, I would then cause like, hey, we're gonna this is on the list. So I said, okay, sure, let's go to shot. So, but here we are. Um, I'm gonna go down this one, uh, track by track as well. Um, Dark Fantasy, when I because going and this is my first exposure to any Kanye West album, I only know like a couple other hit singles outside of this, but this is my first actual album listened to by him in general. So, uh, Dark Fantasy, this is solid eight out of 10. I was very pleased by this track. I thought it was actually very, well, very well done. And I'm, I'm gonna kind of echo, put, uh, put my foot down a little bit more here when echo what Kyle was saying. The production, it, it, I, when, when, I, when I saw this came out in 2010, I was like, all right, it, it, you think some things would sound dated? He's Kyle is 100 percent right. This does not sound dated whatsoever. Like 14 years later, you would think, all right, this wouldn't hold up. That wouldn't up? No, no. The production is really solid. I'm gonna keep echoing that throughout this whole thing. But the production on Dark Fantasy alone, eight out of ten. Great kickoff to the record, really good overall. Um, and then it just it it just it, it's not my style of rap, it's not my 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 love of hip hop, but I can I was vibing with it, I get it. I can see why it's a, a fan favorite or a popular one. I get it, um, but it's good. Uh, Gorgeous, featuring Kid Cudi. I'm gonna butcher that, and Raekwon. Whatever, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna butcher that.
2: JT, shockingly, you were pretty on you're pretty on. i, I, I pretty was
0: on. how about that that's kid
2: great Cuddy And raekwon.
0: kid Cuddy and raekwon good to know thank you buddy <laughs> um um but gorgeous um it's it's listening to it again and again leading up to our stream tonight i i the more i thought about it i said you know it's funny it, it, the album starts off with a bang with dark fantasy and then it goes to gorgeous it's a, a little bit a little bit of a dip and then i'll, I'll get to power in a second but um, uh, this is solid like seven out of ten seven point five out of ten Pushing like pushing seven point five. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was, and it definitely like it resonated with. It. As I listened to it more and more, it resonated with me more and more. I would I would go back to this so, the first two three tracks a lot more than I thought it would. Ironically enough, with power, I knew this song. I had no idea what song it was when it first came out, but I knew what it was. But the moment I heard, I'm like, oh, that's that's that song. That's right. So this is ten out of ten. Power is a ten, and this is for coming from a guy. This you're listening to a guy who's not the biggest Kanye West fan to begin with, but Power. This is a great song. This is a ten out of ten. It's really strong piece of music that really, it's a, it's a. It, I I could tell by Spotify stream numbers, it's a very popular stream song as well. Great song overall. This is my my probably my first and only ten out of ten, truthfully, for this record. But Power is a great song. Um, all of the lights, the interlude before it. I was going to rate it and be like, all right, well, listen, it's, it's an intro leading into it. I get it. It's just, it's not, but the intro leading into it wasn't, didn't really do much for me. And, and all of the lights as a regular song didn't really do much for me either. We're sitting like a, seven, a 6.5 pushing, 7 out of 10. Give I'll give it that for all of the lights. It was not great. It's kind of like, I, I, I'm just uh, What I'm saying is. I'm very up and down with this record because I'm not super familiar with Kanye West as a, like an artist outside of like three or four so- two or three songs or three or four songs. But this one, I guess, is a fan favorite, a popular one. It didn't rub off of me the way I thought it would, given that I saw how many streams it has on Spotify. Um, but when I listened to it, it was- I-, I could see why it has that commercial sensibility or that 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 sensibility to it. I just was not a, it, it was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't anything special, but it saw like 6.5 or 7 out of 10. Um, Monster. Featuring Jay Z, Rick, Ross, Nicki Minaj, and Bon Iver. Completely agree with Kyle that there's way too many features. When I first saw this, like on the on the track listing, when I was doing the Spotify listen through, I was like, "Why do we have like five singers on one track?" This is th- this is what I don't like in music today in general. Is when there's like thirty writers, thirty producers, and thirty people on one song. It, it's not that hard to write a song or a rap or whatever. You know what I mean? It's and this is it. it, it the features were. Good for me. They didn't, they, didn't they, they worked well for me, but I mean, as more listens more listens to it went through, I was less impressed by it a little bit here and there. But the actual track by Kanye himself, though, was actually pretty good. But the features on it with Jay Z, I thought, was a strong point. Nicki Minaj, as Kyle said, was a strong point as well for me as well. But the rest of it is just like when, whenever I just see like featuring Jay Z, Rick Ross, Nicki Minaj, and Bon Iver, I'm like, is this a movie? Are we just casting people into different role at this point? I was like, "What's going on here?" You know, I was like, "There's too many people on one song. <laughs> Ridiculous." I'm a little sick. Forgive me. Um, and the same thing with this one. Like, so Monster and Soul Paul are kind of the same same way here. I am, I am not like. Here's the thing. Again, it goes just. It's kind of like copy repeat for me here with the Monster and Soul Paul. I'm listening to it and I'm like, this is just a repeat of what, what I just heard five minutes ago. <laughs> like, it's just, it's uh, uh, another Kanye West song with Jay-Z on it, but there's like 30 other people, there's like six other people on here as well that I just don't know or I've never heard of. And I don't really, they didn't really add to the songs for me. They, they, they're so appalling, like featuring Swizz Beats or Pusha T or Chaya the Prince or R- RZA. I'm not going to butcher it the way I wanted to. <laughs> like, I don't, it just, it's just too much for me. And I, I I have no problem with features. I really don't. But when you have like 20 features or like 10 people on one song, it just it gets convoluted in my opinion. So that, that kind of fell into that trap for me with So Appalled. Um, But however, with Devil in the New Dress featuring Rick Ross, I did not mind the feature. And the song itself is actually a solid like, uh, excuse me, I'm butchering. I'm a little sick, forgive me. It's a solid six out of 10. It's nothing great. It's nothing special. It's kind of very mid for me. But I did like it overall. though. So I, that's why I gave it a six. I'm going to... I hate to be this guy. I might be the villain tonight. I'm not sure. Well,
2: so far, before you've given has been above mine.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. That's fair. Actually, no, I
2: think all of them. So keep going.
0: Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. But Runaway, oh my God. When when this song first started and I heard that piano intro, I was like, is Elton John okay? Like, is he all right? (laughs) Like, I started having a panic attack. I was like, what's going on? The first, like, it's a nine-minute track. I get it. I have no problem with not with long songs. Some of my favorite songs of all time are long songs, but that piano intro, man. I was getting nervous for the, the 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 previous listeners of this song. I was like, "What's going on here?" I just I never heard the song before. Never heard the song before at all, and I was like, "Damn, this is really trippy and getting kind of scary." Actually, not gonna lie, this is like a three out of ten. I'm sorry, I hate to be that guy here. That but this one is like it's just the, the instrumentation on it is. It's just strange, and it didn't work for my personal taste. And if you liked it, great, that's awesome. But for me personally, "Runaway" featuring Pusha T, I'm sorry, I could not do this over and over. Again. It was hard to get through. this one was a this was brutal for me to get through. This one track was "Runaway." I was like, we're back to this one again. What's going on? <laughs> it's like having. I'm over the price
2: of the I've ever heard from JT.
0: I know. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. I hate, <laughs> I hate to be that guy. I really hate being, I'm not one to diss or bash things, but this song was just so like, eh. it's just there. I hate being that guy, but man, my God, that piano intro just like, it, it, when I first heard it, I was like, what's going on? Is Kanye okay? What's happening? It's, what's going on? <laughs> like, is he okay? <laughs> the the answer to that
2: question is always a resounding No. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly.
0: Kanye is never okay, everyone. And as Runaway was a testament to that. I'm sorry. I hate to be that guy. It's a 3 out of 10. It was not that good. Me. And then the rest of the tracks, this is where I, I kind of slightly disagree with Kyle on this one only because like the, the 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 stretch of songs here like I'll get to the track 13 in a second, but like Hell of a Life, it's this is like a 4.5 maybe a 5 out of 10. Nothing super special for me. It's good. It's it's very very mid. though It's very very mid good. In my opinion, blame game. I mean, John Legend's feature. I could barely tell that John Legend was in there. If I'm being honest with you, it was just like he's just, hey, I'm John Legend. I'm there. You know, he wasn't even like he didn't feel that prominent as much as I thought he would be. Um, but you know, I didn't mind the track. This is like I saw like four, four point five, maybe five. Again, by five out of ten. Lost in the world featuring Bon Iver. I see Bon Iver's name so many times, and I don't even know who the, who the guy is. To be honest with you, I've never even like Bon Jovi's
1: brother. Um, exactly. exactly, it's Bon Jovi's no, brother. Not. Just don't. That's not true, folks. It,
0: no, no, ba- Bon Bon Iver. There's no Actually, Bon Iver. It's it's John Bon Jovi's <laughs> yeah. Bon Iver. There we go. uh no, no, it's not. Um, I've I've seen his name popped over so many times, and I'm like, who is this guy? Anyways, the fe- featuring Bon Iver didn't really work for me. I lost. Him. This is like a just a four out of ten. It's kind of just there. Unfortunately, maybe maybe pushing a 3.5 or if, if a four, if that. And then this final, like, speech, I want to say, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like, that's it's like just, it's just, it's like a speech at the end of the album. <laughs> Who will survive in America? It's like one of those things. I was like, I could see Kanye West being like, Who will survive in America? And I'm like, Okay, you know, that's the kind of, it's only been 38 seconds of pure garbage. Um, so that's just me. My- <laughs> But I was like, I was having a moment of Christ here. But yeah, um, but where this album does, I'm sick. But where this album thrives over <laughs> me personally. I'm sorry, guys. I have a little bit of a cough. Um, but this album does thrive in many different ways. As Kyle mentioned, the production, the more I think about it, and the more I realize that the production is that strong. It's from 2010. That's 14 years ago now, in 2024. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, But... And Kanye's... I, I will say the strong points, though, are Kanye's raps. Where the where the album fall, fall, falls apart for me, personally, is the features and the excess sampling of, like, other artists. Just, it didn't quite work out for me the way I wanted it to. I know... I, I'm sitting at, like, a 5.5, maybe pushing a 6, give or take. Um, it The, the good stuff is really good, but the bad stuff kind of, like, weighs it down quite a bit. So I'm sitting at, like, a 5.5 push... Just pushing a six out of ten, uh, maybe. some I'm, conf- I'm very very mid on this. Whenever it comes to stuff like this, it, I typically my my rating gets weighed down a lot because of how um how the rating uh not how the rating is how like how the whatever good amplifies it. Whenever if there's a lot of bad though, that weighs a lot of it down. So that's why I'm giving it a five point five, like just just pushing a six out of ten for me on that. Um, but uh, you know, Kanye, he, he 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 has chops. He has talent. He's a really good rapper overall, and I, I think whatever he comes up with is like I, "Black Skinhead" was. I thought was fantastic in 2013, but that's that's just me. But um, you know, that's an, another conversation for another time. But yeah, bottom line, I'm saying I saw it 5.5, or actually, just pushing a six out of ten for me personally for Kanye West's "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." Mike, you love this record, didn't you?
1: Oh yeah, man! I'm getting a tattoo actually as we speak off camera. So if you see me, <laughs> if you hear me, wince, scream, or yelp I for, forgive me. For those uh wearing headphones, uh headphone warning. Um okay. but yeah, so I actually, you know, so uh, you know, growing up, uh, you know, I was obviously later into my uh years of uh listening to rap and stuff like Kanye kind of came to prominence and you know, uh was you just couldn't go without hearing his name. And I on purpose would butcher his name to the kids. Uh, talking about him so that I looked like an uninformed uncool white guy so I would say uh you know I would say Kayani West and you know Ka- Kayan West you know just to just to make them look at me and go oh, this guy doesn't know anything um so but you know I've never been like against his sound i've I've always appreciated his ability to kind of maintain some of that old school vibe alongside some like new um you know the new rap kind of feel to it which i feel like he definitely captures in this album it has some of the throwback sound and a lot of the tracks almost feels like there's a motown feel over here maybe like an old school like um you know maybe biggie or tupac kind of feeling on some of the tracks here and there and then you have some kinds of more like art, artsy kind of uh, stuff that's done for uh, more of an effect to that manner to feel like it's your your like it's a twisted fantasy or you know, whatever. Uh, more of the art arts kind of feel to it. So I appreciate that stuff, too, because a lot of uh, rappers don't go into that realm. But nowadays it's more uh, common, which maybe Kanye opened the doors for this kind of thing. So, I mean, who knows? Um, But, uh, yeah, just kind of coming straight up into it. Um, You know, we get to the Dark Fantasy song. And, and, you know, you get this kind of spoken word kind of intro, which is kind of strange. Almost feels like it's from, like, some Tim Burton movie or something like that. Um, And then you have, like, you know, I didn't know it was Nicki Minaj. um, And uh, now I like it less. But, um, yeah, like, I just feel like, you know, uh, it's just, it repeats a lot, Um, you know, kind of echoing Kyle. I've never been a fan of just repetitive music, which is why I've struggled to like rap music in general loops and beats. And, you know, this and that you have to be able to take loops and, and progress them into a song where the song changes direction and kind of It resolves and it um, uses what it's done and eventually develops into a full song. There are a bunch of tracks on this album that suffer from the lack of development where they're just a loop of a riff, a.k.a. Gorgeous, where it's just, hey, here's this this riff and I'm going to rap over top of it. That is not a song, Kanye. That is you rapping over top of a beat and and a riff. You have to be able to to make a statement with the song by changing the song eventually and going into a certain direction and um, you know it's okay to come back to what you were doing and continue it but develop the song and I feel the first two tracks suffer from that Um, you know to just be able to pull that off I mean that ooh 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 so it just starts driving me nuts I just um, and at one point, I I thought of the Muppet chorus for some reason. I just thought of, like, you know, the Muppet movie, like, where they're all like, <laughs> like, and it just it just started becoming more funny than it did, like me taking it seriously. Um, so but I do appreciate the old school feeling like I could only imagine if Kanye had made the same album today. With the mumble rap and this kind of stuff going on, like I could only imagine that the album would lack an old school feel and and sound so tinsy. And with the way the beats sound today, where everything sounds just like very kind of trebly and annoying, that this album could have really been bad. So yeah, just get this was just a five for me. It was at a it was at a, originally it was at like a six point five, but as I listened to it, I just become more annoyed at it. Uh, and I just brought the number down I was like oh, just just started annoying me and then same thing for gorgeous five out of ten nothing special it's just you know I like the use of the guitars the old school feeling um but it just fails to change the direction and uh, and really do anything um you know and that kind of leads me to uh, power I sit separately from you guys here power just I felt like the beat was okay the beat was good um the lyrics Honestly, to tell you on this whole album, I, none of the raps really blew my mind. Um, you know, there's some stupid stuff said, and and that's another one of my major gripes about um rap. I mean, Kyle would call it uh, lacking fun. Yeah, but, uh, yes, I will agree with you. I will. I wear that as a badge of honor. I struggle to like to to enjoy funny stupid lyrics than than the average person um but i do appreciate them when well done like well placed not like continuously so um but the beat's good you know it's just but it just once again it's got uh the cool melody in there you know the second half of the song's got some cool stuff going on um i'll be honest with you on that that's something i definitely applaud the song um for but it just starts off it kind of you know what the song kind of almost reminds me of is um beyonce uh like you know what her beat like the beat that she used in one of her older albums Uh, almost probably came around the same time as this album. I'd imagine I'll have to look back into that and give you more. uh, Well, I won't be giving it to you in this uh, video, but I'll be talking amongst the coast and no one will hear it. I'm sorry. Uh, But uh, yeah, just, I don't know. It just kind of reminds me of, you know, so then we kind of come into, you know, that intro to the, all the lights and then we come to my first song that's reached the hot one of the higher ratings, and I know it's kind of funny. You know, I know if Kyle feels a certain way about it, I feel opposite. But um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's one of the first songs I love. I like the horns on it. The horns, the beat almost kind of reminds me of Chicago in a little bit of a way, which is completely opposite of it's. You know, obviously, but I love the complexity of the percussion. Uh, where Kyle feels it's chaotic, I feel it adds a, a much needed change of a sound for an album that really isn't doing much in this area. And I like that. That beat kind of keeps me bobbing throughout the whole thing. And, um, you know, I just actually felt like the, um, was it uh, Rihanna? Her her uh, vocals in this are well-placed and they're a well-change and uh, development of the song where you feel their structure. It's not just Kanye rapping over top of a of a loop. It's actually a song. Where her voice kind of uh, drives the song along and changes, you um, know, has a couple different parts that it does, and I feel like it's a much needed structure that the album is suffering from. So I do seven out of that, you know, seven for that. Nothing too crazy, but uh, you know, we're coming up on there, and then then we get to Monster. It's just not for me. Um, it's just a beat's basic. It's just uninventive. Uh, it doesn't do much for me. I don't have much to say about it. Um, uh, if anything a lot of the people coming in and doing their parts on it. Um, I personally wasn't impressed by any of it. Um, and then Nicki Minaj's um, her line, you know, it's funny, Kyle, Tracy said the exact same thing as you. This is one of the greatest lines ever, blah, 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 blah. I heard it and I was just like, wait, that was it? Or was there? Is there more? She's like, no, that's over. And I'm like, that's it? Like, I thought this was going to be like is face melt. Yeah, I mean... Uh, it just, I expected it to go much harder than that. And it was just like, it was just kind of like, uh, maybe this was hard for this era, but you know, maybe, I don't know, 10 years too late. I don't know. I don't know, but, uh, it just didn't do it for me. So I was just like, okay, like five out of 10, um, you know, so then, uh, so appalled, uh, it just, I don't know. I like the sad sounding keys in this, I like the the instrumental in the background. It goes on, you know. But it just like overall, I don't like some of the just the lyricism and just like the overall. It just it feels broken and kind of jumbled. It doesn't. It really doesn't uh, like uh, doesn't achieve what it wants to achieve. So, uh, but still, you know, it's six out of ten. It's pretty basic. Um, there's a lot of that on this album. a lot of similarity. A lot of like nothing really breaks out of that. Um, that box, you know, and then you get to Devil in a Blue Dress. Devil in the Blue Dress. Oh, hold on, wrong song. Okay, um, but <laughs> uh, you know, I like the old school Motown feeling here. Like, and once again, it's got that old kind of sound to it. You know, um, and I, I appreciate that. You know, yeah, it's just there. You know, a lot of these uh, none of these tracks like were were beat like beating me over the head. Six out of ten. Um, and then uh, this song. I call this the potential song. It has so much potential, but fails to ever like, like ever kind of uh do what it needs to do to really bring it. This was actually, it started off. It's in it's, it, when I first heard it, I was like, this is the best song on the album. But then as I realized that it was just going to do the same thing over and over and over again with that chorus, instead of like something else happening, I realized it just felt like someone took a four minute a four and a half minute song and did it twice. Like just redid it again and added some different rapping over top of it. And that that was frustrating because it had so much potential with that. If you were to take the first four minutes of this song and then do something different instead of just repeat it over again, I would have this would have been a ten. But it it just felt lazy. I mean overall the whole production on this album is great in the sense of like how it's all assembled, you know, and the and the way Um, the instrumentation kind of like fits in with the flow of the, you know, percussion and and how it all kind of um, fits together there. It just never, ever develops. It's just um, placed so simply, you know what I mean? So um, yeah. So just, it just didn't uh, ever around that corner. Um, But I gave it a seven out of 10. It was too long in the sense that um, it needed to do something else. And I even like I told you guys before I even listen to a song and start playing a melody in my head or creating a melody over top of it and I and I felt like man I wish it had someone singing over top of it that um you know I hate when Kanye sings too ugh when Kanye sings by himself and he doesn't add a tune it I just like I'm like shut up Kanye like it's so much better to hear him with a group than it is like he does that add a tune voice like ah, it's like dude. You. you're killing it bro like somebody cut his mic cut his mic you know but you know i digress um so then we get to the best track on this album uh hell of a life i mean awesome i love the buzz of this like the it's you know obviously it's sampled from um iron man and you know the the little heavy metal it's got that like kind of cool like kyle was talking about that cool little like uh um almost like um, scales like um, mm-hmm. someone shredded a bar over top of it which is cool it almost feels like a heavy metal song that's been transcribed into uh, rap which is kind of a cool thing and just I like the fact I like Kanye's uh, chorus on it uh, you know it's the lyricism once again is just horrible but overall <laughs> the song is actually one of the better uh, uh, on this album um, and I actually might even, that might be a song that makes it into the, you know, the musical ca- uh, library there. So, um, and then you get to blame game, you know, this actually was one of the better songs, but then overall, I just felt like it was incomplete. Um, you know, just missing elements of it. It just got, um, you know, it's got this really sentimental sounding orchestra. And then you got this guy saying, I'm going to call you bitch for short. And I'm going to call you like, I'm just like, dude, dude. You're confusing me. The song music says you're going to talk about something really life, life changing and like sentimental. And then you're over here saying some of the dumbest thing that doesn't fit the music. And that's a big problem with this whole album is that you have a song that sounds like it's going to tell you a life lesson about living hard and this and that. And then it just starts saying some dumb things like, uh, you know, suck this. And I'm just like, I'm just it's ridiculous. Like and that's and it just confuses me. It really does. Um, so, and then we get to Lost in the World. This song is just lost. And it just sounds like somebody sitting in their living room after they drank, like, I don't know, like, uh, five or six uh, uh Bud Lights. And they're doing, and they're playing around with auto-tune alone. <laughs> and, like, I'm just like, why is this a song on an album? It's just, it's trying to be artsy, and it's just falling on its face. Uh, three out of ten. Just wretched. Um, and then uh we get to uh someone repeating the same words over and over again for most of it. And uh, you know, it was just uh, I'm not gonna read that. So um uh so yeah, we come down to the final rating. You know, like I said, I've got a five point five, but I usually do my negative half a point for either going up or plus half a point either going down. Um, and uh yeah, like overall it does some things. It does some art artsy kind of things. It does whatever, um, I'm actually going to leave it at a 5.5 because um, I didn't feel like it needed a negative or a positive on either side. Um, It has some cool things going on with some old school feels on it. It's got some interesting things going on beat-wise. It was an iconic album to to many, not to me, but um, I can see where they get their ideas from or where they're coming from. Uh, If um, rap still sounded like this today, instead of being the current the current uh evolution that we're in now i'd actually prefer it sounded like this i could even pop this up to a six um you know and say hey like rap could be worse than this and it currently is i would prefer it go back to the old school beats not the mumble rap uh you know like i would actually prefer it go back to this and you know like but unfortunately, we're, we're where we are. So um, I think 5.5 is actually a pretty fair uh, rating for it. And like I said, I might even say 6. If we're comparing it to rap today, I would probably do a 6, but I'll do
2: 5.5 for knee-jerk reaction. So there you go. And I wish Kanye would go back to something like this. <laughs> Don't on. The album he did was not very good. Oy. Oy. His, most
0: re- His most recent release, right?
2: Uh, well, Donda one, I'm referring to Donda two, was really bad, but that was just kind of not officially ever released. It was released on that weird stem player thing he did.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Wasn't sure. Um, so overall, you heard your first year. It's Kageo to seven out of 10. Mike and I are both in the same boat at about a 5.5 5 out of 10. Um, but you heard your first. That's our rating for Kanye West, my beautiful. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I forgot the title. And
1: Anthony Fantano gave this a six out of ten, which he still gets grief for mm. to this day. I, and I watched somebody. They wanted him to re to reevaluate. He goes, okay, five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> no, you I'm not the same hate. <laughs> I was like, not not down. I was telling you, reevaluate it in an up. He he went down. So you never ask someone to redo something because it might just come out worse.
0: Exactly, Anthony Fantana. We're talking to you out there. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, um, and are we going to spin the wheel for the final, or is it just uh, there
2: is no more? There's just one uh, one left, and it is JT's pick. The that Beach Boys album was it Smile?
0: Uh the Smile sessions. Uh I'll explain it to you when we're done. But yeah, it's uh it's a, it's a. Very, it's an unfinished album that actually came out in 2011 or four. I forget what it was, but it's, it's I'll explain it off camera. No worries. That'll be next week for us. That was quite us. a jump there. <laughs> yeah, 11 was it or four? <laughs> 2004, 2011, I wasn't sure. Yeah. You co-
1: you covered a lot of ground there, right, Brian?
0: Yeah. no, it was, it, was it was released in 2011. Yeah, that's right. That sounds about right. Uh, anyways, I digress that. That's going to do it for us, guys. Thanks so much for watching and listening. However, you enjoyed us. Thanks so much for tuning in for our first ever career retrospectives of 2024. Hopefully, you enjoyed this as much as we did. And if you like what you've seen here, subscribe to us on YouTube. If, you like, if you've heard here, please subscribe to us on podcast format as well. Uh, this is a very interesting album for the kind of put down the wheel. Again, Rolling Stone magazine picked this up on their 500 Greatest sounds of All Timeless, so we reviewed it tonight. But um, if, if you also don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms as well, simply add the Superview Show and like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And our or Instagram, I'm forgetting what it's called, but whatever it's still Twitter in X. my opinion. Whatever. It's X. X. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. It's Twitter still. <laughs> in my opinion. Anyways, thanks so much for watching, guys. So for all of us here at the Superview show, stay safe. Take care, and be awesome.